Chapter 40 of In New England Fields and Woods. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. In New England Fields and Woods by Roland E. Robinson. November Days. In a midsummer sleep, one dreams of winter. It's cold, it's silence, and desolation all surrounding him then awakes glad to find himself in the reality of the light and warmth of summer were we dreaming yesterday of woods more gorgeous in their leafage than a flower garden in the flush of profusest bloom so bright with innumerable tints that autumnal blossoms paled beside them as stars at sunrise were we dreaming of air soft as in springtime of the gentle babble of brooks the carol of bluebirds the lazy chirp of crickets and have we suddenly awakened to be confronted by the desolation of naked forests the more forlorn for the few tattered remnants of gay apparel that flutter in the bleak wind to hear but the sullen roar of the chill blast and the clash of stripped boughs the fitful scurry of wind-swept leaves and the raving of swollen streams swelling and falling as in changing stress of passion and the heavy-laden patter of rain on roof and sodden leaves and earth verily the swift transition is like a pleasant dream with an unhappy awakening yet not all november days are dreary now the sun shines warm from the steel-blue sky its eager rays devour the rime close on the heels of the retreating shadows and the north wind sleeps the voice of the brimming stream falls to an even softer cadence like the murmur of pine forest swept by the light touch of a steady breeze then the wind breathes softly from the south and there drifts with it from warmer realms or arise at its touch from the earth about us or falls from the atmosphere of heaven itself not smoke nor haze but something more ethereal than these a visible air balmy with odors of ripeness as the breath of june with perfume of flowers it pervades earth and sky which melt together in it till the bounds of neither are discernible and blends all objects in the landscape beyond the near foreground till nothing is distinct but some golden gleam of sunlit water bright as the orb that shines upon it flocks of migrating geese linger on the stubble fields and some laggard crows flap lazily athwart the sky or perch contentedly upon the naked tree-tops as if they cared to seek no clime more genial the brief heavenly beauteousness of indian summer has fallen upon the earth a few tranquil days of ethereal mildness dropped into the sullen or turbulent border of winter in november days as in all others the woods are beautiful to the lover of nature and to the sportsman who in their love finds the finer flavor of his pastime every marking of the gray trunks each moss patch and scale of lichen on them is shown more distinctly now in the intercepted light and the delicate tracery of the bare branches and their netted shadows on the rumpled carpet of the forest floor have a beauty as distinctive as the fullness of green or frost-tinted leafage and its silhouette of shade no blossom is left in the woods or fields save where in the one the witch hazel unfolds its unseasonable flowers yellow beneath cold skies or a pink blossom of herb robert holds out with modest bravery in a sheltered cranny of the rocks and where in the other the ghostly bloom of everlasting rustles above the leafless stalks in the wind-swept pastures there are brighter flashes of color in the sombre woods where the red winterberries shine on their leafless stems 
and the orange and scarlet clusters of the twining bittersweet light up the gray trellis of the vagrant climber no sense of loss or sadness oppresses the soul of the ardent sportsman as he ranges the unroofed aisles alert for the wary grouse the skulking woodcock full-grown and strong of wing and keen-eyed for every enemy or the hare flashing his half-donned winter coat among the gray underbrush as he bounds away before the merry chiding of the beagles the brown monotony of the marshes is pleasant to him as green fields while the wild duck tarries in the dark pools and the snipe probes the unfrozen patches of ooze to him all seasons are kind all days pleasant wherein he may pursue his sport though the rain pelt him chill winds assail him or the summer sun shower upon him its most fervent rays and in these chainful days of november he finds his full measure of content End of chapter forty